With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Whether you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, or listening, our radio affiliates around the country, or perhaps downloading the podcast and listening later on today. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America. The official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Make sure you go to danpatrick.com and help us pick out Marvin's Cookout playlist for this Friday. Go to danpatrick.com. This is courtesy of my plan from Verizon, giving you control over your phone plan. And you get what you want and only pay for what you need. Go to danpatrick.com. And then tune in Friday to hear the winning playlist. The uh, categories we have for the people to vote on, Marvin? Things hard rock, southern rock, kid rock, yacht rock. Yacht rock. Punk rock. Punk rock, yes. Okay, all right. Uh, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP show. Right now, southern rock running away with it. Oh. Followed up by yacht rock. Hard Rock is in third. Kid Rock is in fourth. Punk Rock coming in last. That's Ooh, very disappointing. Wow. wow. Very disappointing. You need to start voting, Seaton. I'm going to have to start. Yeah, what the heck? If there was one punk rock song that you would want America to hear that maybe they haven't heard, or a band that maybe they're not quite as familiar as they should be, who would that be? Jeepers Creepers one. Well, if there was one song you had to hear, like I always do the thing, if uh, if aliens landed on Earth and we had to explain music to them, and I had to explain punk rock, you it would mean be the when ro- they when they land again? Well, when they finally land in Times Square, like Paul's been asking for all these years, <laughs> uh, I would probably say the Ramones. Okay, that would be like to me the quintessential American punk rock band. Okay, yeah. uh, if you were going to say Southern rock, there's one band. Or one song that you have to hear. If I leave here tomorrow. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yacht Rock. Sailing. Hello. Oh, yes. By Christopher Cross. Yeah. Me away. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kid Rock. I don't know the names of them. I know the songs. 
Well, doesn't he do the one that he did one that's kind of a he borrowed from Sweet Home Alabama all yeah. summer long. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Is that what it is? Something okay. like that. All right. So uh, what were the other one? Is there another one that uh, punk rock? There's a yeah. hard rock in oh. there. Is there a hard rock in there? There is a hard rock in there. OK. Yeah. Is there a song that America should be aware of with hard rock? <laughs> well, is that like. Like an ACDC type, yeah. or is that, uh, I don't know, Guns N' Roses or something? Zeppelin, Stones, Sticks. Who? Sticks, of course. Natch. <laughs> Natch. I would think like ACDC. ACDC's not bad. Yeah. Not bad? Yeah. No, I mean like to sum up the, oh, okay. the genre. No, they're a great Genre. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> genre. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Marv. Yeah, so I'm not familiar with all of those. Yacht Rock, I am a connoisseur. But the rest of those people... Tweet, DM, all that, whoever wins, so I can get some. Uh, I don't want to disrespect the genre by playing. That's like, oh, hip-hop wins. I play Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer. Yeah, People yeah. are just going to be like, so I don't want to play okay. just the songs that I know or that I've heard. But it is your cookout playlist, Marvin. Yeah. Vanilla I mean, you Ice get and- credit and then you get blame. I mean, hello. This is ownership. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. But I want some help. From the audience. Okay. Like, you just, you just can't say, hey, Southern Rock, go figure it out. Okay. All right. So that's uh, Friday for Marvin's Cookout Playlist. You, you... like pina coladas? <laughs> and dun, dun, Is that Yacht Rock? In the rain. Isn't it? Oh, first ballot. Isn't it? Ooh. Gosh. I haven't been on a yacht to listen to Yacht Rock. I am not into health food. I am into champagne. <laughs> if you like making love at midnight. I never welcomed Fritzy's singing as much as I am right now. Listening and enjoying what seems offering. Are you kidding me, man? Yeah, fire right now. All righty, that would be escape. Parentheses the pina colada. What? uh, What's the? (laughs) What is the poll question today on this program? Oh man! Oh, actually, though, this is very funny because we have a couple of uh, poll questions that involve destinations and vacationing. Oh, how about that? Such as. Uh, best destination for Draymond Green next season. Mm. Lakers, Suns, Mavericks, other. Guess who was reported to be in France with LeBron James? Dun, dun, dun. Draymond Green. Okay, poll question number two. Better vacation partner. LeBron James, <laughs> Draymond Green. Um, Would you still go on vacation? Okay, poll question number three. Would you still go on vacation with LeBron James if you knew Draymond Green was going to be there? (laughs) If I'm Jordan Poole? No. No, I would not. Oh, wait, Draymond's going to be there? Yeah. Mm, Man, it is is nice. Uh, Draymond Green opted out of his $27.5 million contract. That does, I mean, everybody thought that he was going to do that. Now the question is, can Golden State afford him? You know, Golden State has done a lot of right things, correct things. Bob Myers, their GM, did a lot of great things. They paid a lot of money for Jordan Poole, and now they're regretting that. Now, can they get rid of Jordan Poole? Maybe. Probably not. And I don't know if that costs you Draymond Green here. But, you know, the Warriors have had this core of stars for a while. They got four titles out of this. But you got Steph and Clay, you know, on the other side of 30. Bob Myers, the GM, uh, walked away. Draymond, $27.5 million player option. So they're on the hook for $146 million for Curry, Thompson, Poole, and Andrew Wiggins. 
with Green continuing to show his age, now at a crossroads of what would he cost if you want to bring him back? I think he's only 32, and he actually had a really good year, balanced year, aside from the punch with Jordan Poole, but his numbers were, were good. You know, he's a eight points, seven rebounds, seven assists kind of guy. Plays good defense. He's versatile. He can do a lot of things. Uh, but, you know, the new collective bargaining agreement is set to restrict teams from spending big. And even though he's considered the heart of the Golden State Warriors, I don't know if they're going to cut the heart out here or need a new heart transplant there with Golden State. We'll talk to our buddy Chris Haynes from Yahoo Sports. He's dialed in with Chris Paul and uh, Damian Lillard, and we'll get his thoughts on Draymond Green as well. And uh, it feels like, feels like, uh, don't know if it's been reported, but it's certainly been uh, inferred Chris Paul would end up with uh, the Clippers. Now, I know that maybe it's the Lakers, maybe it's the Clippers, uh, but as far as having a couple of teams that would be interested in him, I think he's going to have a few. And it was, you know, I was correct when I said that I'd heard that Golden State was at least kicking the tires on Chris Paul. Obviously, it didn't work out with the trade to Washington. I was told that he will not play in Washington. It's just a matter of time finding that third team for him to go to. All right, uh, poll question today. By the way, we'll talk to the U.S. Open champ, Wyndham Clark. He'll join us a little bit later on today. All righty. Seton, what are we going to go with? Yeah, I think we're going to stick with the Draymond Green poll okay. question, Dan. Maybe about his destination for next year. Okay. Lakers, uh, that seemed to be the, 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 the name that jumped right out, and then plus the LeBron James vacation thing. All right. Um, Chris Paul was on Good Morning America yesterday, and here's Michael Strahan with the question. I see this potential blockbuster deal between you and Bradley Bill that may take you from Phoenix to Washington. I was surprised. What are your first thoughts on that? I was surprised, too. (laughs) (laughs) I found out on the plane yesterday flying here for this. You know, in this league, anything can happen. So you just figure out what's next. Mm. You literally found out on the plane. (laughs) Absolutely. Wow. What you was your first reaction? Don't push him any further. He's trying to be nice about yeah, it. Yeah, he is, right? Yeah. What I found interesting through all of this, now he was promoting a book on Good Morning America, and he also talked to the New York Times, is he mentioned Isaiah Thomas's name twice. Isaiah does not have an official role with the Phoenix Suns, but he's friends with the new owner, Matt Ishbia. And it almost feels like uh, Chris Paul is saying, well, maybe he is just saying, Uh, Isaiah Thomas pulled the trigger on this, that maybe Isaiah didn't want Chris Paul with the Phoenix Suns. I don't think that Isaiah has an official title, but keep in mind, he was there next to Matt Ishbia when the Joker and the owner had some words there in the playoffs. But is Isaiah maybe on his shoulder there whispering in his ear of what to do and not to do? And you bring in Brad or you're bringing in Bradley Beal. You got KD, you got Devin Booker. I think there's a it's certainly a thought that what can you get for DeAndre Ayton? And you need depth. I know that people will uh, look at that and say, do you really need that? Can't you just go out there and outscore people? If your team is young and healthy, then you don't have to rely on depth as much. This is a team that KD has been hurt. Uh, Booker was hurt last year. Bradley Beal was hurt. That's why you need to have. When did the Lakers get good? When they traded away Russell Westbrook and they brought in, they you know gave Reeves the starting job and Rui Hashimura. So then you rounded out a team. You can have stars, but you got to round out a team because chances are 
Kevin Durant's not playing 82 games and Bradley Beal's not playing 82 games. And you might view this as, let's just get to the playoffs. Who cares what our seeding is? They didn't play very much together last year. And they gave Denver a pretty good run there. Certainly better, you know, than what the Lakers did. You got a couple of games there. You made it interesting, at least. But I think that as you move into this this new season... I don't know what's going to happen with Memphis, with John Morant out. Uh, Denver, you're going to have a hangover, literally and figuratively, as NBA champs. Portland seems like they're harmless right now. The Clippers, we keep waiting for the Clippers. It's like, it feels like Arizona basketball, the Clippers, and the Chargers. Like, we're waiting. Like, these guys are going to win it this year. I'm going all in. And then all of a sudden, you get disappointed. And it feels like that way with the Clippers. All right, Kawhi and Paul George, okay. If Chris Paul goes there, okay. But when you start to look and say, all right, who do we have to worry about? Well, you got to worry about Minnesota, obviously, with Carl Anthony Towns, because he's, you know, Whoa. changed the game of basketball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when all's said and done, we look back. When it's all said and done. Who changes the game of basketball more, Victor Wambayama or Carl Anthony Towns? Feel Fair. free to discuss. <laughs> yes, Marvin. I was just <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns. I just love he was dead serious. Yes, he there was. There was no LOL. There was no joking emoji. He was dead serious. Like, look, when I look back, somebody's going to come up to me and say, you've changed the game. I don't even think a kid in St. Paul is going to say, Cat, you changed the game. Oh, I think he was serious. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, but Patrick what inspired you to play basketball. You know what? It's when I saw Carl Anthony Towns. (laughs) Patrick Beverly at least has to say, wait a minute here. Maybe explain that instead of saying, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. All right. I feel you, dog. Yeah, Mark. No, he's co-signing his delusion because they said winning the play-in was harder than the Nuggets winning the championship. So he was right with them. He's like, no, 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 you're right. It's you, then Steph, then MJ. (laughs) Uh, the Lakers will be good next year. I think having that nucleus together for you know an, an entire season or off season and you know, you know the preseason, I think that they're going to be a formidable team. But I'm looking at the odds right now. Uh, you know, you're looking at the Celtics in the East again. Uh, Philadelphia. I think James Harden's probably going to go back there since Doc Rivers got fired. Um, now they got Nick Nurse in there. But you start to look and say, all right, who's formidable? Like, who's is Miami going to get Dame Lillard? Well, that changes everything in the East if that happens. But these offseason moves, if Dame stays in Portland, uh, James Harden stays in Philly, you already had Bradley Beal in Phoenix. So maybe Phoenix is probably the second best team in the West right now. The Lakers in there, Golden State, sort of in a state of flux here. What do you do with Draymond? Can you do anything with Jordan Poole? Yeah, Paulie. We brought this up a few years ago, Russell Westbrook. Any chance you could convince Bradley Beal and his role with Phoenix to be, at the start of the game, to be the second unit guy? So instead of fighting for shots with Durant and Booker, who are already fighting for shots, you bring in Bradley Beal seven, eight minutes in and say, run the offense, you're the lead guy, you do all the shooting, almost like, and give those guys a break, but the defense doesn't get a break. They go from Durant and Booker to Bradley Beal rested and it may not be, it may seem like a slap in the face to a guy like Bradley Beal, but it could help him win. Well, Devin Booker is going to be your point guard. He's going to be your lead guard. 
they can coexist, uh, Bradley Beal and Devin Booker, I guess. But it looks like it feels like Booker is going to be your point guard there. And, you know, maybe they keep DeAndre Aiden. Uh, Frank Vogel loves to have that rim-protecting big man. But, uh, you know, this is like Kevin Durant. He had a lot of talent in Golden State, and he won. Had a lot of talent in Brooklyn. That fell apart. And now they've reassembled sort of a a pseudo-dream team for him in Phoenix. There's a lot of pressure on Durant. Feels like there's more pressure on Durant. I'm trying to think, is there more pressure on anybody else in the NBA this next season? Because now you've said, hey, we're all in on winning a championship. Even if Draymond came back to Golden State, okay, but they expect to win a championship. But it feels like, and maybe a little bit on Bradley Beal, because we're like, all right, let's see what you got here. You're making $50 million a year. Uh, You scored 30 points every night and nobody cared. Now we're going to get that opportunity to see Bradley Beal. Yeah, Paul. I'll throw Jason Tatum in there. I think he's in the mix every year for a guy with pressure. They can't, re- okay. they can't revert. They have to advance. Well, that means they have to win a title. Right. Oh, you- well, what happens with Jalen Brown in the offseason? Uh, Malcolm Brogdon might be traded. It, it just feels like these teams are in a state of flux because everybody's trying to figure out how do we beat Denver. At least they should be because Denver's going to bring everybody back. But who is going to – Phoenix, did they get that much better? I don't know yet. And I, I hate to sit on a fence and not have a strong opinion. It's just I, I don't know what it's, their team is going to look like here. When they get on the floor, what's their team going to look like uh, in October or November? And then fast forward to are they going to be healthy in April? Because that's what this is all about. It, there's a, there, it, it's a game of attrition. Can we survive? Can we be healthy enough? And that's what I'm wondering about here. Yes, Marv. This Suns team feels like the Heat team when LeBron first got there. And it was like, all right, we'll just put those three out and two people with a pulse. I think their starting point guard was like Carlos Arroyo and like <laughs> oh. Eric Dampier. And they were just like, hey, we have us three. And yeah. then they started out nine and eight. Yeah. It's not that easy. It's not. And I always say, give me the guys who have played together. That's why in March Madness, you always have those guys who've been together for four years, and we go, God, they're good. And then you'll get Kentucky with a bunch of one and doneers. And the team that's been together beats that one and doneer. All right, let me take a break here. Just getting started. Once again, we'll talk some hoops. Our good buddy Chris Haynes from uh, TNT and Yahoo Sports, and Wyndham Clark, the U.S. Open champ, a little bit later on. We'll come back with your phone calls. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Alongside Mark Stein, called hashtag this league uncut. Chris Haynes back on the program. TNT sideline reporter, Bleacher Report, NBA insider. We're working on Victor Wambayama's nickname here. What do you think about this one? Wait, wait. Why you give me that look? Because I was trying to think of one myself. That's tough. I thought you were going to put me on the spot. Oh, no, no, no. No, I won't do that to you. We'll run a few by you. How about S-Car Goat? The S-Car Goat. No? No? No. All right. Okay. Wait, wait. Do you love it? No. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. The opposite. Okay. Um, How about V-Dub? No. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Fritzy, do you have one? For I do have this? a few. Okay. I had VV instead of Wee Wee. V for Victor. VV. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I give you a few others just to have a little fun? Okay. Sictor. What? Sictor instead of Victor. Sictor because he plays so amazing. Sictor. That's horrible. Eiffel Power. That's okay. Boa Convictor. Boa Convictor. The, the Bonjour Bandit. No, no, no. This is a bad idea. I got just a couple real quick. Okay. Victor scale, like an earthquake. Victor scale. Not Richter scale. That's terrible. The croissant over dribbler. Did you do the crossover? <laughs> croissant <laughs> over dribbler. It's worse and worse. I know. It's worse and worse. Ratahuhi. Ratahuhi? <laughs> bon appetit. No, no, bon no, 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 no. The Louvre machine. <laughs> no. Mr. Baggettball. No, no, stop. Mr. Baggettball. Mr. Baggettball. Do you have, how about, we can't call him... Wemby, right? We got to have a better name than Wemby, right, Chris? I, I would agree. I, I don't – That Wemby just doesn't set the tone if you're trying to be a fierce competitor in this league. I don't, I don't know that Wemby is what you want to go with long term. Well, you got, you know, you got the Greek freak, like, like the Joker. Those are, good, those are good nicknames. Those are good sturdy names. Yeah. Good sturdy, powerful names. Wemby just doesn't do it. Um but again, DP, his nickname will also depend on how well he fares in the NBA. We've got to keep that in consideration. Okay. Too. Any chance that he is not a great player, in your opinion? Great. I think there's a good chance he's not a great player. I, I don't see him being a bust. I see him being a really good player. Okay. Um, I think his, his ceiling is great. And that's what I think we want to monitor and see if he can get to that level. But also going to Greg Popovich, who has had success with Tim Duncan and also David Robinson, how much more of a head start is he going to get by going to a place like San Antonio as opposed to if he had gone some other place? 
No, for sure. When you definitely got somebody who who's been there before, knows how to handle a number one pick, bring him on um, gradually. Doesn't put too much on his plate. You know, Tim Duncan came in from day one and he was a force. I don't think we'll see that with Wimbyama from day one. But look, you know, take somebody like Kawhi Leonard who wasn't a number one pick, but he kind of went through like the Popovich collegiate school of learning, where Pop over a four year span just gradually increased his load and they just kept developing, developing him. I can see them doing that with Victor um, on this time around. And he has the right system, you know, the right system. He has the right, probably the right area code to be able to just withstand a lot of the hoopla that he would experience if he went to a bigger market. All right. Chris Paul is going to end up where? I say he's going to end up with the Clippers. Is this a trade with the Wizards? I think it would be a trade, yes. Okay. How do you think? I think it would involve Robert Covington in a deal with some other pieces, but that's that's what I think is going to happen. Whose decision was it to get rid of Chris Paul in Phoenix? Mm, You you must have saw Chris Paul's uh, quotes from yesterday, huh? Um, Look, I think ultimately it, it it was the owner's decision. And James Jones' decision. I mean, I look. I think anybody probably would have made that trade. You know, bringing on Bradley Beal, um, the fact that Bradley Beal wanted to go to Phoenix and he had that no trade clause uh, under his belt. You know, he he held all the cards. He held all the cards. And I think when Miami pulled out, you know, it, it was ultimately pretty much a done deal from there. Now, when you're talking about Chris Paul, what he had to say about Isaiah Thomas. Obviously, I think um, Isaiah definitely has the ear of that organization. Um, You know, I reported back in February that Isaiah will hold a prominent role with the Suns. And, um, Hmm. you know, at that time, Suns denied it. And so, I, you know, I left that tweet up. You can still find that tweet. That tweet stays up there. Good. It stayed up up there for a reason. I took some hits. I was on the rotisserie out there, but (laughs) – you know, it is what it is. I, I stay by my guns. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't surprised at all um, about Chris's comments. And do you think – what kind of fit is that, Chris Paul, with the Clippers? I think it's a very good, I think it's a very good fit. Now, DP, the, the I think that fit is well um, with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, because they need somebody that's going to be able to facilitate the offense, get them in their plays, you know, kind of – um, run the system, especially in the playoffs when the playoffs become a half-court game, be able to get guys into their sets. Now, the, the problem is, you know, if they bring Russell Westbrook back, how was that fit? Mm-hmm. Can Chris and Russ coexist together? I don't know. I would be concerned about that. Uh, there, These are two bona fide future Hall of Famers, but I, I don't know if it bodes well. I don't know what the roles would be. Is Russ coming off the bench? Is Chris coming off the bench? Well, we know Russ is not trying to come off the bench at this stage of his career. So that's the dynamic to, to kind of watch out for. I like the fit with Chris Paul if he's the primary guy. But if you have plans to bring Russell back, um, then that's when I think things can get problematic. Draymond Green vacationing with LeBron in France means what? Means they're really good friends, DP. Really good <laughs> friends. And um you know, I think that solidifies it. But, you know, obviously Draymond Green opted out of his contract yesterday. He's a free agent, unrestricted free agent. But there is no – I don't think there's a pathway 
at all, really, uh, which will lead him outside of the Bay Area. I think he resigns with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I'm trying to think if I think if I believe if he would even take recruiting meetings or anything from from any other teams. I don't know if we even get that far. I know there's some teams interested if Draymond is genuinely interested, but I just can't see him leaving Golden State. But I wonder, you bring him back, maybe you give him a three-year deal, maybe he makes $30 million a year or something like that. Um, what do you do with Jordan Poole? Well, the Warriors believe that they can still get it done together. Okay. Okay. That's, that's the word. I, listen, that's how they feel. I don't know. But I mean, that's that's how they feel. That's that's all I can. Don't shoot the messenger, DP. All right, uh, Dame Lillard. Um, I didn't know if Miami backed out of Bradley Beal because are they still setting their sights on Dame Lillard? They didn't put they didn't put everything in the trade package that they could have for Bradley Beal. Um, they believe, like I believe, the Miami Heat feel like there's hope. Like, there's people across the league that believe this could be the offseason. And, DP, excuse me for my dog. My dog is barking at somebody back there. I don't know if you can hear it. But I think um, Dame – I mean, excuse me, I think the Miami Heat believe that this is the offseason that Dame could potentially request out. And that's all going to be dependent on – well, I think a large factor of that is going to be what the Portland Trailblazers decide to do with the number three pick. Damian Lillard has made it clear – he wants to play for a contending team. He wants that to be in Portland. He wants the Trailblazers to do everything in, within their power to help accelerate this roster, increase the talent, and part of that would be the number three pick being an attractive asset to be able to bring on a veteran player, pro, you know, probably even a star player if you package that pick with someone like Anthony Simon. So a lot is going to be a lot is going to factor in with how Portland handles the draft this coming Thursday. He's Chris Haynes, TNT sideline reporter's new NBA podcast with Mark Stein called Hashtag This League Uncut. The chances Zion Williamson is traded before the draft are what? Ooh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 30% not traded before the draft. I'm not ruling out that he won't be traded before next season starts, but before the draft, I would say 30%. I'm wondering if you're New Orleans, well, they probably, if they could get out from underneath this, they might. Would would uh, Charlotte be interested in Zion Williamson? Would that be enough? You'd have to match with salaries, I know that. But to get the number two pick, would that be something that both sides would be interested in? Well, the word is, if those two were to facilitate some type of a deal, Charlotte, the word is Charlotte would want Brandon Ingram and not Zion Williamson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So they're not getting out from underneath this Zion situation. Not, not, it doesn't seem like in that scenario. There's other scenarios that could play out. All right. I uh, saw a report on ESPN that uh, one of the reporters said that somebody close to John Moran feels like the league is out to get him, that the media is out to get him. What do you make of those comments? Well, VP's had a few incidents yeah. on on IG Live that have put him in this predicament that he's in now. He has no one else to blame but himself. Um, 
I, maybe he's, a, I haven't spoken to them. You know, I, I, I'm pretty close with his, his dad. I haven't spoken to his dad um, in a few weeks, but you know, in this situation right there, you know, I don't know if he's thinking about, I don't know if he feels like people are piling on, mm-hmm. but you know, I look at it. He, he got 25, 25 game suspension. And a lot of people will believe that that was too lenient, that it should have been more. And so I, my hope for him, DP, is that he just uses his time to get his mind right, do whatever he needs to do to get himself in a proper mindset. And, you know, and, and just the people around him that he tightens that up and, and has quality people around him that's going to help him grow as a man and in his career. Um, this is when you're when you're an NBA star or on the cusp of being an NBA superstar and you have mishaps like this off the court. These are the type of headlines you, you tend to see and it, it, it's, it gets magnified. And so hopefully he, he learns from this and doesn't put himself in this situation again. I'll leave you with this. I said this first hour is anybody under more pressure next season. I want you to guess. Who do you think in the NBA who is under the most pressure? Which player next player? Season? Yeah. Hmm, I thought you were going to go with coach. Nope. Player under the most pressure. It's probably Kevin Durant. Yep. That's who I said. Yeah. yeah. I was going to yeah, I was going to say Frank Vogel, you know, as as the coach. I thought that's where you might have been going. But no, Kevin Durant. I mean, this is his this is his third time. I mean, you could arguably say OKC they had a a big three. Uh, but they were younger then. But you know his tenure with the Warriors, with Steph and Clay, then um, Brooklyn with Kyrie and James Harden. Now here in Phoenix with um, with Bill and Devin Booker. Yeah, the pressure is there considering the history and the path that he, the path that he's gone down in, in the past. People are going to hold that against him. So. He's definitely under pressure to get it done. By the way, I don't know what your reaction was when uh, Patrick Beverly and Carl Anthony Towns were speaking on their podcast. And he, uh, Carl Anthony Towns said that people look back and say that Carl Anthony Towns changed the game. Um, could you tell me how he will be remembered as changing the game? You're the expert. Well, when he said that, I took it as, you know, He's probably going to dominate these next six years. And oh, that's six years. oh, okay. That six-year window is going to be. Oh, 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 oh. So, oh, my bad. I, I, was, I was looking at what he had done and changing the game. My bad. Okay. That, all right. I'm trying, I'm trying to give the brother the benefit of the doubt <laughs> that, that, that he feels he still has some work to do. To okay. Get to okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Okay. All right. You know, I, hey, I, I'm, I wanted to help him out too. I just, I'm curious. Patrick Beverly didn't follow up by saying, how do you, you think that you're going to change the game? Yeah. But, they seem not to. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, say hello to Mark Stein for me. Good luck with the podcast. Always great to uh, share time with you. Appreciate you, my brother. Thank you. That you. is Chris Haynes. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Covino and Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on 
on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Is Wyndham Clark set to join us there? Sure is. Yeah, champ is uh, there, the U.S. Open champ in New York City, and looks like he's got some hardware next to him, and uh, he joins us uh, on the program. First of all, Wyndham, congratulations on the win. Um, how has your life changed, let's say, in the last 36 hours? Um, I don't think it's really sunk in, um, but I'm in New York City right now, and not at uh, a tournament or a range practicing, so I'd say that changes a little bit. And you uh, bring the trophy wherever you go, you take it with you now? Pretty much, uh, bed, shower, (laughs) morning shows, everything. (laughs) Uh, The difference between being the hunted as opposed to a hunter, you know, the back nine where now they're coming after you, uh, what was that feeling like? Had to be different because you haven't been in that situation, but what's the the game plan? Yeah, um, you know, I was in that situation a little bit at the Wells Fargo Championship, which is about five weeks ago where I got my first PGA Tour win. Um, so as far as that, I felt a little comfortable doing that definitely makes it a little easier than trying to go make birdies on a back nine at the U S open, but it's also tough too. I mean, I lost my focus a little bit on the 15th hole short par three where I took a three shot lead and I kind of just zoned out and didn't really have a clear target. And I hit a terrible first shot. And, um, so the, the hardest thing is really keeping your focus and trying to stay in the moment versus thinking about, man, I have a three-shot lead. All I have to do is just par in or, you know, and we got this. So, um, but I would choose being the hunted versus the hunter anytime. Also, your caddy, a few times it felt like he was saying, be an athlete. What does that mean? Um, you know, he he's really just referring to like, don't 
think about, um, you know, don't get mechanical. Don't think about anything other than just what your athletic in- instincts tell you to do. And if you feel this shot or, um, you know, you think it should be, you know, whatever play that just first comes to your mind and you feel like you can pull it off, do that. And, you know, I played other sports and I feel like I play golf athletically versus just super technical and whatnot. And so he just was giving me a reminder to do what I'm is natural to me. Okay. You went to same high school with Christian McCaffrey. You said you're an athlete. So how would you compare your athleticism to Christian's? I think other than football, I think I got him beat. <laughs> okay. I, I would beat him in a lot of things. I mean, obviously he can probably run, jump faster than me and you know he's, probably he's stronger than me all those things but, you know when it came to other sports i feel like i got him basketball we were a great competition he was a point guard i was a point guard um so i feel like i had a little better shot and handles he just was a lot more physical and faster it's a good thing and a bad thing it feels like when your family's there you don't want to disappoint them but you know i could see it was almost like relief when you saw your sister and your brother um I mean, are you hearing them as you're playing? Yeah. I'm, I mean, out there, everyone wanted uh, everyone. They wanted Ricky Fowler. They wanted Rory. <laughs> How many people were cheering my name? Um, but when I did hear it, it was my friends and family. And so that was really nice. And um, when I had my first win just a few weeks ago, there was no one there. It was just my caddy and myself. And so this time having, you know, anywhere from 30 to 40 friends and family, it made it feel so much more special. And the celebration was a lot more fun as well. I'm a nine handicap. What would I shoot on LACC, which I have played a couple of times, but the way, uh, what, what do you think I'd shoot? Like during the tournament? Yeah. Exactly. Those conditions? Yeah. A nine, I'd say you'd be in the, you know, right around 110. 110. Okay. Yeah. No offense, but I just, the distance alone, I don't know how far you hit it, but I, you would have three wood into at least six or seven holes, eight holes. And, you know, if you hit in the rough, you're hacking it out. I think you, it's very tough. Yeah. But on 15, I would have hit it better than you did on Sunday. I, I actually don't disagree with you. <laughs> I was the only person in the field to vote that hole. I know. Uh, you know what? Um, the shot of the tournament for me was your chip on, what was that, 17? I thought that that was spectacular. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how it looked on TV. It was, to me, a somewhat of a pretty basic chip. But I think under the circumstances, yeah. you know, leaving it to a tap-in after just bogeying two holes, um, was huge because obviously, you know, you hit that to four, five, six feet, and you're thinking about, man, I just bogeyed the last two holes, whatever. And the fact that I could just walk up and tap it in, I think, was huge. And and then you know, made that walk from 17 to 18 a lot easier. Do you get recognized in New York? Uh, I mean, a little bit thus far. I mean, people have, you know, said congrats, champ, and and whatnot. So I mean, we're just starting our day, so we'll we'll see how the the rest of the day goes well your mom called you winner all the time so maybe it should be winner and we got to change the you know the spelling i i let's let's drop the y and put the i in there when yeah i mean it, i used to actually be embarrassed that my mom called me winner because she'd always scream it um <laughs> not many people call me winner, only like my sister cousins um but my, i think my mom knew something that maybe we didn't a long time ago so it's pretty cool what did you say from the round besides the uh the trophy. What did I say? Yeah. Um, 
Well, there's a lot of, I'm not one to have keepsakes, but, you know, winning my first major, I'll take any of them and all of them. There's, um, you know, I, we took actually one of my good friends, he took the 18th flag, the whole pole. He just went and, (laughs) I don't even think he asked. He just went and took it. I was like, all right. Hey, congratulations. Have fun and uh, take a few victory laps there. Well done. Yeah, thank you so much. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 